What's good, defenders? And for the last time this regular season, you know what this means. It's the night before an LAFC match, so that means it's time for one more sleep. Welcome to Defenders of the Bank's favorite segment that we do. It's the scarf right in front of the semi-famous scarf wall here in beautiful Lawndale, California, ready to roll with my man Christian Philly Philemon in world-famous Monster Studios. What's going on, Defenders? It's certainly been a minute since we last got the opportunity to hang out. And like Scarf said, this may be the final regular season one more sleep that we're going to present to you. But by no means will this be the last one more sleep of the season. Because as you know, we have clinched a playoff spot. But not only have we clinched a playoff spot, we've clinched home field. So still got a couple more of these to give you before this season runs out. And hopefully we'll be going from now, which is October 20th at the time of this recording, to December 2nd when the MLS hosts their final. Absolutely. Look, we are locked in to at least the number four seed. I know we're number two in the standings right now, but we are locked in to at least the number four seed. We could finish anywhere from two, three, and four, but it's very simple. If we win, we lock in the two seed, and we're playing at home for every match up until the Western Conference Finals, except for this first round ridiculousness. Thank you so much, Apple TV, trying to squeeze all of the extra games and dollars out of the MLS supporters as they can. For everybody out there that's not aware, Philly, let's remind them this first round playoffs, which by the way happened after this game in Vancouver, is a best of three series in which the first and the third games, if we need a third, would both happen at BMO. Honestly, it's the most idiotic thing ever. I get it if they want to do a home and away and utilize the aggregate of that. I'm fine with that. That's the standard. You get that in international competitions. But this best of three thing is an absolute crock of BS. I hate it. I absolutely hate it. To have to have that many games within a first round, it's just preposterous to me. What's to stop them from doing like a best of five or as Nina's mom jokingly referred to earlier today, like a best of seven series. Want to talk about running the players ragged? This is a way to run the players ragged. And I, and I know this is Major League Soccer, but you even have the likes of Pep Guardiola complaining about the fact that these players just constantly play and that they're dropping like flies. I think it's the dumbest thing ever, and it honestly pisses me off from a multitude of levels, from obviously having to extend the, the, the first round needlessly to the idea of having to pay more money out of pocket to see games, which, by the way, is another thing LAFC did that I'm just not in agreement with. We can talk about that maybe later, maybe never. I don't know. But this whole initial paying thing that they they hit us up with, paying for the entire first round, they don't make it out, uh, it goes towards next season. Screw that. I'm sorry. I, 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 think, I, think, it's really, I think they backed off with that. Well, I'm good. I'm happy. The fact that, you know, people voice their opinions and their displeasure, that's very comforting that they listen because the the idea of them charging us right off the bat, I get it. You do that. The Dodgers do that. It's, 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 it's a known common practice. But, I mean, I don't know, man. I mean, we've already paid a ton of money out of pocket for so many freaking games. Just uh, let us just go pay as you, pay as you play. I, I'm fine with that rather than paying everything up front. Yeah, look, this is silly season in more ways than one. Obviously, 
Decision day is where everything gets nuts. And if you're not sure how decision day works, it's very, very simple. All the Eastern Conference games are on at 3 p.m. And all the Western Conference games, including ours, are on at 6 p.m. And I just want to remind everybody, before we break down Vancouver here on One More Sleep, a couple of matches that you want to make sure you're watching out for at the same time as you're watching Vancouver versus LAFC. You want to check out that Portland-Houston game. That Portland-Houston game is obviously a big one for us. Houston wants to lock in a home playoff match while Portland is trying to stay in the playoffs. That's a fun one. The Seattle-St. Louis match is one that's potentially not great for LAFC because St. Louis has nothing left to play for, and Seattle just one point behind us, but they must win in order to jump us if they draw All the other tiebreakers, unfortunately, not enough for Seattle. So they've got to have a win against a St. Louis team that doesn't need to do anything at all except stay healthy. And Philly, the game I'm going to be watching, actually, that I'm most excited about is Kansas City (laughs) versus Minnesota, the 10 and 11 game. Both of those teams out of the playoffs as of right now, but they must win in order to get a shot at all at the playoffs. So I think that game could be one of those 4-4-3-3 kind of crazy everyone going forward uh, because, look, they've got to jump San Jose and Dallas, but San Jose plays an Austin team that is all but given up, and Dallas plays a Galaxy team that is looking like dog meat right now. So they've got to win and get some help from San Jose and Dallas, maybe even Portland, that Portland-Houston game. But that's going to be a fun game, man. Are you looking forward to any of these uh, any of these other games in the Western Conference? Yeah, LAFC versus Vancouver is what I'm looking forward to because I want to make sure that we do clinch that number two spot. That's a game that I'm really intrigued by. And obviously, it's a game in which Vancouver has a lot at stake too, Scarf, because if they happen to win at Bad Carpet Place, BC Place, their home arena, they'll secure a home playoff berth. I mean, they're, they're finally in the postseason for the first time since 2017. So that's an accomplishment within itself. Danny Sartini's done a great job turning things around. No disrespect to Mark Dos Santos, of course. But Danny's uh, done a really good job with this Vancouver Whitecats, Cats, <laughs> Vancouver Whitecaps team. And it's going to be a fun one going into this. Sure, we could talk about sporting Kansas City, Minnesota, the friendliest rivalry of all. But I don't give a hoot about any of them. The only thing I care about is the fact that we secure second place uh, that's all I care about. Yeah, and it's important to note Vancouver would need some help even with a win to secure a home playoff match. But yes, way, but none of it matters without a win. Absolutely. So there, it's look. They're going to throw everything in the kitchen sink at us. A couple things to remember: back on June twenty fourth at BMO Stadium, we lost three two to this same club, and all the big stars scored in that one: Brian White. Ryan Gold, Carlos Vela, Denny Bawanga, everybody scored in that one. We lost 3-2 at home June 24th. Now, we are playing like a much different team than we were back on June 24th. We're not quite playing like the team that ripped through the CCL up until the finals, which included three nothing shellackings, both home and away, against Vancouver. So, look, this is a team that we have beaten pretty easily earlier in the season and a team that came back and beat us. They never trailed in that game at BMO. So it's going to be really interesting to see which Vancouver team shows up, but I've got a good feeling about the LAFC team that's going to show up. 
We finally have a break. And honestly, everything that happened in the past is, is exactly where it is. There's no looking <laughs> in the rearview mirror anymore. We could talk about how we absolutely shellacked them and had a goal differential of this and how Danny Buanga got a hat trick here and, and a hat trick there, here, there, there, everywhere. But none of it matters. This is totally, totally new because, well, we're in the postseason. I know there's one more game of the regular season anyway, but it's like we're going in to a completely different season, especially with the time that we've had off. We're going on two weeks since the last time our teams and, and clubs have played. So it does feel like something different. And now we're going to have a well-rested team. We're also going to have a different look team because we know they're going to be players that don't play on carpet. But despite all that, both teams are vying for, for some respectability if you're LAFC and some for home turf advantage if you're Vancouver. So the players are going to come out there and play, and the stars are going to shine. You mentioned a couple of names. Ryan Gold, Brian White, Denny Buonga, Carlos Vela. It's, it's going to be a fun one. And, well, Vancouver has been a very welcoming place to us, and, uh, and I believe it will continue to be in our fourth time playing the Whitecaps this season. Yeah, it's the fourth time we played them. They're pretty solid at home, though. That that bad carpet actually does wonders for the Whitecaps. Eight wins, three losses, five draws at home. So played 16 matches, and they've taken three points in half of those at home this year. So, look, they're not a terrible team at home. They're not a terrible team at all in Major League Soccer. They've scored one more goal than we have on the year. But the problem is they've given up, what, eight or nine? Eight more, I think, than we have on the year so 54 goals for but 47 against actually i think we've given up 36 so maybe 11 more I uh we've given up 38 ah so nine more thank you nine more goals uh given up than we have on the season and look over the course of 33 games you may not think it's all that much but maybe those goals come at the right time this is a club that i think is is really trying to push for its relevance in the top four in the western conference against lafc so Look, it's going to be fun. We, we've talked about all the particulars, how we're doing against each other, everything else. I think it's time to get into some players to watch. I would agree. All right. We've, well, we've already talked at nauseum about how great LAFC is on the road, so we won't yeah. bring up that four six and six record. <laughs> yeah, you know Oops, what? I already did. We'll get a fifth win on the road. I, I, I'm really liking our chances. But look, players to watch. I'll start with mine. I got to go with Ryan Gold. I know Brian White is gunning for the golden boot. He is four goals back of Denny Bawanga, and, and I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and, and extinguish that flame while I can here. As much as Brian White has had a wonderful season, it's actually been Ryan Gold who I think is the most important player on the Vancouver Whitecaps. Eleven goals and twelve assists on the year, and anytime you have a player who's in double digits both sides of that coin, that is a player that you have to watch. And I'm I'm going to quietly say this. I think – I'm not going to quietly say anything. I'm going to say this. Yeah, he you're never quiet. No, that's very true. He is quietly having an MLS best 11 type season, and nobody's talking about Ryan Gold because of the goal-scoring exploits of Brian White. Here's the problem, though. Other than those two guys, no player has more than four goals for them. And no player has more than three assists for them. So if it's not coming from one of those two guys, and I think it's got to be Ryan Gauld uh, for Vancouver, it's not coming at all. And I'm I'm going to watch Kike Oliveira just because I, I just I like watching him play, and I think he's figuring out things on the offensive end. And I'll, I'll say this, as much as Denny Bawanga is going to be a major key for what happens, it's these young legs on carpet – that I think can really give us the advantage 
in this match. And I think Kike Oliveira, if he can figure out either his scoring touch or his passing touch and, and get us a quick goal early, maybe shell shock the, the several thousand that'll be there from Vancouver uh, and get a goal early. I think Kike Oliveira could be a real difference maker in this match for us. He's not the biggest name to watch, but he's definitely the player I'm going to be watching. I, I'm just going to go with the, the most obvious things. Yeah. How, how could you not? I mean, the, I, the, I got the, out of the way. I got the, out of the way for you. These are the stars. These are the players that make their team shine. You mentioned that they go. Vancouver goes by way of Golden White, Golden White, Gold Ryan Gould and White and Brian White, Golden White. I kind of eh, anyway. I digress. I just had another thought that went off on another tangent. Look, fifteen goals. Five assists, you mentioned it. He is in that story for the Golden Boot, but he's going to have a heck of a hill to climb. And LAFC is just not the kind of team that's going to allow any club, really, to score four goals, let alone one player to score that many. But either way, I still think he's going to contribute into this match because he's just too darn good not to. You always want to point the obvious players because these are the guys that you pay the money to see. Brian White could have an impact. He's going to have to have an impact. And as far as LAFC is concerned, look, we live and die by the Denny. That's just how it is. That's been the storyline all season long. And honestly, there's no reason for it to change. He's going to be gunning for that golden boot. He has that ambition and he has a nice lead. Uh, he's got a three goal lead on Acosta. And then uh, obviously a four goal lead on Yakamakis Cucho. Uh, Mukhtar White, the list goes on and on. Denny goes out there, and he hits at the very least one to get number 20 on the season. One of the most successful seasons for a major league soccer player, scoring goals in all competitions. He's in the four. Obviously, I know that there's – you're right there, Scarf? You getting emotional? No, I'm good. Yeah, I'm great. Uh, obviously, you know, we had the likes of Carlos Vela having a phenomenal season. Joseph, Joseph Martinez, Latan Ibrahimovic. Denny's had a lot of games to play in as well, but obviously still a very historic season. And he's just going to pad that stat, get in the number 20, secure it. It's going to be the third LAFC player in franchise history to get that golden boot. And I have a golden LAFC football right above my head, signed by Carlos Vela and signed by Diego Rossi. I get Denny Buanga to sign this, the third LAFC player and the first Gabonese player to ever win this award. That might now rank up there as one of the coolest things I have in world-famous Phila Monster Studios to go along with that feather from Ali. Dude, I'm getting more jealous by the minute. Absolutely. Well, you got that same ball too, brother. Yeah, it's somewhere. I, I, got, I got to put away, for sure. Uh, look, I, I think that Bawanga, obviously, and, and Brian White, if you're, if you're going to see goals in this match, you're li they're likely going to come through those guys. You're absolutely right. Let's get into our keys to the match. And my first one is pretty simple. Defend the box. Giggity. Uh, look, <laughs> they've scored 54 goals on the year. 54. 51 of those have come from inside the 18. 51 of 54 goals. Just to give you an idea, by the way, that's three goals they've scored outside the box. Denny Bawanga by himself has scored three goals outside the box this season for LAFC. So when it comes to defending the Vancouver Whitecaps, it's very simple. If you can pack it in the box, if you can mark well, if you can defend set pieces well, if you can keep them out of the 18, then you're not going to have much resistance 
from Vancouver outside the 18. It could be something that they're looking at. Maybe they're going to try to take more shots from outside the 18, but that's just not who they are. So I think if you defend the box, 51 of 54 goals have come from inside the 18. As long as you defend the box, you'll be fine. I think it'll be much more difficult because I know, Philly, neither you nor I are anticipating seeing Giorgio Chiellini in the 18 because of the carpet that that bad carpet place at BC Place. So I think it's going to be a little bit of a tougher task. It's going to mean that Jesus Murillo has to be a little bit more uh, disciplined on the back line. We I, we see a lot of good discipline from Aaron Long usually. Uh, so we'll see what happens. Maybe Daniel Maldonado plays a factor in this match. I don't know. But Ryan Holling said, and Cheeky Palacios left to do a lot on the back line defending the box. And look, don't defer to Denny. I think what we've seen in the last couple of matches with LAFC putting up a five spot against Minnesota and really doing what we have to do by spreading the ball around and by everybody scoring. If we don't defer to Denny, Denny's going to get his anyway. That'll be fine, but we'll get other people on the score sheet. And I think that's exactly what we are going to need to be able to beat Vancouver at Vancouver. It's wild to think that that many goals Vancouver had inside of the 18. It's wild to think that the Columbus crew are the highest scoring team in major league soccer with, with 70 goals, neither van, neither uh, I'm sorry, 65 goals. Uh, I should say on, on how does that even work? Yeah. I guess with the uh, hockey assist. Yeah. 65 goals. Columbus crew. Wild. You still, going back to your point though, about don't defer to Denny. Cause he's going to get his. Yeah. <laughs> It's time to be selfish. Feed <laughs> Denny more. I'm going the exact opposite route of you. At this point, obviously, if I've said it countless times, we're going to live and die by Denny. Nothing needs to change at this point. And I think, if anything, his teammates are going to look to contribute to him. I, Carlos Vela could very well maybe get an assist if he ends up playing in that game. I think the boys are going to go out there to help Denny Further pad his stats, and Denny's going to go off because Denny just seems to absolutely obliterate Vancouver anytime he gets that opportunity. And I'm just asking for one out of him. I want to see the Golden Boot leader get something that's not in the teens as far as an overall number is concerned. We feed Denny. Denny gets hot. He gets one. We'll be fine. We He, he gets two. We're going to murder Vancouver and absolutely kill any ambition that they have of having any kind of home field advantage. But either way you look at it, they've had a very a fa- fantastic season, very successful. Again, first postseason since 2017. That's what? 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23. Six years. Six years. The last time Vancouver made it to the playoffs, we didn't even play a game yet. Wild. Good on them, but Denny's going to get that golden boot, shoving it down Vanny Sartini's throat. Yeah, I'm, I'm just hoping that we don't defer to him too much, though, and that we're always trying to feed him rather than making the best play. But we'll see. My score prediction, however, will mean that we are certainly not, not going to be deferring to Denny Bawanga too much. Look, Vancouver's a very good defensive team. They haven't given up a goal in over 200 minutes. Their last two games were clean sheets, 3 nothing and nothing nothing. And before that, it was like 25, 30 minutes into the next game. They haven't given up a goal. So we're talking about 200 minutes here that their back line has been pretty stout, and they switch between 3 and 5 in the back on occasion quite often. But I just think LAFC is going to be too much for a Vancouver team that wants to open up play. As much as they want to put five in the back at times, they want to push those two wingbacks forward the way that we do 
oftentimes. So I think that it's going to be something that we're going to see a much more open game. And I've said it time and time and time again. The reason why LAFC is so hard to beat, and Steve Trundolo knows this better than anybody else, is because once you get the first one against them and a team has to open up and take a few more risks, that's when LAFC bites you. Now, look, I think Ryan Gold and Brian White are going to combine for some, some fireworks, some theatrics for sure. But again, if we can get it opened up early, players like Kike Oliveira, players like Matty Bogush, Fufu Krashtev could be another one. Maybe we'll even see El Agua Pistolero, Mario Gonzalez <laughs> coming out there, maybe scoring a goal or, or getting his way on the, on the assist sheet like he did last match. It's going to be too much. It's going to be too often for Vancouver. And look, they've got a goalie that's kind of middling, right? Yohei Takaoka, his stats show he's like the 12th best keeper in the league. So, eh, doesn't do anything for me. 3-2, LAFC, mark it down. And now you have a Sorry, just, I have a mischievous tuxedo cat that I want to make sure he doesn't knock our systems offline. Yeah, he'll do that. Yeah. Oh, hang on. It is. Never ceases to amaze me. Anyways, they haven't made a cameo on this pod in quite some time, so they 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 were they were due. All right, you're making you're making this seem like it's going to be a competitive affair, and while it very well could be, again because Vancouver has something to play for. As you mentioned, they need to win, but they have to have a series of other events come out, and I will tell you what that is. They have to have two of the following results go their way: uh, a Houston Dynamo loss or draw at Portland. Uh, that's obviously going to be a, a, an extremely tough task. And then a Real Salt Lake loss slash draw to the Colorado Rapids in Colorado. Colorado is a garbage team this year. I don't, I don't see that happening. Or a St. Louis FC loss at St. Louis. I'm sorry, a Seattle Sounders loss at St. Louis. So they need two of those things to go their way along with them beating us. Tough task. Tough task indeed because, well, they're not going to score on us, and that's what's going to be the case. Maxime Crepeau is going to head in there into BC Place, the Pacific Northwest, Vancouver, British Columbia, and absolutely shut down that high-scoring attack by white and gold, and we're going to walk away with this W. We're going to have second place on lock, and we'll have an idea as to when, who, what will play on the 28th. So looking forward to this. It's going to be a clean sheet. Denny's going to get two. It's going to be a glorious evening. Look, if anybody is comfortable playing in Vancouver, it's Maxime Cropot. So Canadian men's national team keeper, keeper for El Maple Tree, as we like to affectionately call them. Look, I think that uh, Max is as good as it gets in Major League Soccer, and he is certainly capable of 2-0. Want to remind you guys, uh, real quick, not sure if you've seen the tweets. We've put it out there, and uh, I know our friends over at Happy Foot Sadfoot have put it out there, too. Um, I'm actually going to be joining Vince LaRosa. That's right, Vince LaRose, on a post-game breakdown show over at Happy Foot Sadfoot. So make sure you check that out. And then as soon as I'm done over there, Philly and I will get to work. I know, Philly, you're calling the UCR game tomorrow as well. So it's going to be a lot of fun. You can catch Philly over on ESPN Plus doing UCR men's soccer. And uh, I'll be doing the thing with Happy Foot, Sad Foot with Vince. And then we'll do our podcast. It'll be episode 282, and it'll be wonderful because we're going to be talking about either a 3-2 win or a 2-0 win. It's going to be a very late and interesting evening, the way you've described it. Yes, you're doing a thing. I'm doing a thing. Then I get home, and we're going to be doing our thing late. 
And then you have to be up at four because you're going to go hang out with a bunch of kids in Washington, D.C. That statement within itself makes you want to crawl into a bottle of yeah. Reposado right now. A little context to that one, if you don't mind. Uh, I'm taking, I'm going with our eighth graders on their Washington, D.C. trip. And we have to be at the uh, airport at like 4.30 in the morning. That's, uh, As they say in German, feel Gluck. Good luck. Good luck. <laughs> yeah, that's. I won't be feeling any Gluck, that's for sure. So we'll see how that goes. But look, it's going to be really fun, guys. Decision Day is one of my favorite days of the year. It's always craziness. It's always chaos. But no matter what happens, we're getting a playoff home game, and we're going to talk about it on episode, oh, God, 282? I don't know. I've lost track. A lot of it. been a lot this season. But other than that, we have cool outro music. Yeah. Last time during this regular season. 